Next stage, we are clear. Stand by for stage reset and house lights. Thanks team for another great show. I'll see you all backstage. This is Designed to Change, Backstage Conversations. Okay, Rita, welcome to the backstage. Thank you. Nice to be back. <laughs> How does it feel? Good. Feels great, actually. Feels exciting, actually, is what it really feels like. Right. Like, like, like just those sounds of the, you know, uh, those, those show callers and, and, and yeah. you know, remembering when the curtain closes and yeah. you just had that performance on stage. You know, what is it? That's, that's, that's quite an awesome feeling that I feel like um sometimes our, our zoom is so effective in and start it's very black and white right in terms of when it's on or when it's off you miss that transition maybe a little bit right you do you miss seeing the audience as well you miss you just you miss the people around you you know yeah. you really do yep yeah. but it's coming back it'll come back do you yep. feel do you feel with um you know you mentioned in COVID you built a second business right with your peers can you tell us a little bit more about what 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 um, what sparked that and, and how you got attracted to those peers to build that new company? How, how, how did that work for you? Uh, Ashley, it's, it's, uh, it was in the midst of um, un the undoing of all that I was doing. So like, like most people, by the time COVID hit, we were, a lot of us were in the peak of our business. We were extremely busy Things were going very well, lots of projects on the go. One day it's all gone. Uh, and that takes, that took oh, about a month to unwind all the projects to, you know, all the negotiations to shutting it down. Um, and then when that part was finished, the reality of what was going to happen. And at that time, this is March, some things were being rescheduled for the fall. This, you know, this wasn't going to last very long. It would, it would pass over and we would go on to our lives. Well, then as the months went by, it became very apparent that this probably wasn't going to be gone for quite a while. Um, and uh, so you start taking a look at what what the next step is. Well, virtual obviously was the first next step irrelevant of whatever you were doing. So uh, I decided to spend my summer certifying myself as a virtual event specialist. Uh, so I studied all summer, wrote my exam. And while I was investigating various platforms and getting deep into that piece of it. I knew that that's not what I would do forever, but it was a skill set that I had to have. And it was, it was the way of the future at this given moment in time. Mm -hmm. I started, I started jotting down just, um, just various ideas of things that I directions and not no rhyme or reason, just, just jotting them down as I'm going through the, all these processes and these two two names specifically uh, kept coming to mind. And in, in my, and I still have my notes, I still have my book of all my notes. Um, and these two individuals names I had written down and I just thought somehow there needs to be some way to put, to put this team together. I, I didn't know what it was gonna be. I had no idea, I'll be honest with you. I wrote it and then about another month passes and Ironically, one of the individuals happened to swing by my, my home to drop something off. 
And I'll remember this clearly. It was a rainy afternoon on a Saturday and we were socially distanced. So we had to sit outside. Um, we had a glass of wine and with rain falling all around us and a glass of wine later, the, it was it was a done deal. Then it was just wow. putting the team together. Uh, and then by the time August came, we were together. We were doing our first strategy uh, meeting and took it on from there. So it, it really came out of COVID. So Wow. So it's almost like digital serendipity then turned into yep. analog serendipity <laughs> over the glass of wine and, and then leading to actually your next business venture. That's, that's, that's right. And I think the memory of, of the encounter is the thing that sticks, right? So writing down the names, you mentioned you still have the book, but also the fact that, you know, you then meet in person. Mm -hmm. These are powerful uh, moments, uh, pivotal moments, right? Mm -hmm. That you apparently somehow did not leave to chance, I think. I was just going to say that. No, if I'd left it to chance, it wouldn't have happened. You have to, you have to be the driver of your outcome. I really believe that. Things will come in your pathway. Absolutely. It's what, it's what you decide to do with it. Um, yeah. At yeah. the end of the day. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's powerful. Now you did that same, I mean, we spoke about that a bit earlier, but to us, that was very exciting in the beginning. We had just launched the canvas in, you know, 14th of February, 2014. We'll never forget, right? That was a Valentine's Day gift. Uh, but very soon, you guys somehow got a grasp of it and, and said, this is really something powerful we'd like to bring to Canada. Um, and you've 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 really you know been at the very forefront of that kind of um impulse uh, bringing it to canada which uh to us has been a very um rewarding experience right to get to know so many canadian professionals bring the program to you know both toronto and montreal um what what triggered you at first about this event canvas that you thought this is something we should be doing looking at closer uh, it was different. It was strategic. It was, um, it, it was, it opened up Pandora's box. Mm. I hadn't experienced uh, something like event design. Um, having done a lot of strategy for all of the years, I had never experienced being able to put paper to pen that way and to use creativity rather than just, just strategic conversation and facilitation, but to, to use your creativity and to actually what seems like doodling turns it into a full full story with an outcome yeah. uh, i found it fascinating because i i think there's i think there's a little bit of child in all of us and i mm. think if you can if you can harness that and you can open up that piece of creativity inside of you it, it allows you to think less linear and uh, open up your mind. And so that it intrigued me. It absolutely intrigued me. And you also said in, in, in the interview that wasn't published here in our little you know, private interview we do before the podcast, that facilitation is one of those skills that is so critical to be successful at doing this. And although you've been doing this for a long time uh, and also applying it as one of the first users, you're still kind of focused now on how do you get the, you know, how, how, do, you, how do you harness those facilitation skills? Why do you think facilitation is so critical in that? Because I think it allows, well, I don't think I, I, I know it allows uh, the stakeholders to have a voice mm. uh, and, and a voice in a safe in a safe environment um, where you're not criticized. You're not every, it's like um, 
Like there's no but in your conversation, it's and. So everything builds on top of each other and everyone has a chance to have a voice and you basically, you're not the solution. You're there to let them find the solution and, and mold them through. And when they seem to get stuck, well then you don't point out that they're stuck. You just kind of guide them to another way and change the conversation a little bit. And it helps take what they've done and in, engage them in it, make them vested in it. Yeah. So I think facilitation plays a big part. And it's hard not to, when you get excited to not contribute, right? So we, we, we see that <laughs> with a lot of, um, you know, people that are going through the certified event designer training. I think, you know, the whole purpose of doing a project on your own with a team of people is to allow you to have the confidence that you don't need to have the answers. All you need to do is orchestrate the brain power in front of you. Right? And, and be a very careful guider of that process, but not get in the way of providing all of the answers. Or, and it's a, it's a very interesting booby trap that, you know, even in, even in the best of circumstances, sometimes we still get too excited with, oh, we can do this, or, right? Yeah. And, and it does sometimes shut down, you know, the, uh, the brilliance of the diversity of thinking of, of the group of people that are in front of you. Um, yeah. yeah. Yep. So um, if, if, if you look back at these uh, five, six years of, you know, designing events and using this methodology, um, what are you most looking forward to in the next step? Uh, I think using more of it, um, using conversation um, to uh, have, have others take a look at it, it not, just as a, not just as a need to have, but as a want to have. So... Uh, I, I would like to see this as someone's conversation at, at somewhere, at some dinner somewhere, the same as the creation of this other company is, oh, we just went through this fabulous experience in our organization, or we just merged with another organization and we, we sat down and went through this process. And so I want it to become not an everyday conversation, but a common conversation um, versus someone having to start the conversation out of nowhere yeah i like that when it's a shared experience with common care it's deeply anchored right and uh, mm -hmm. I, I i i really agree that hearing people talk about it even not knowing that we're in the in the space or seeing other people do this is one of the most gratifying things mm -hmm. um we always thought it was the funnest to be involved but it's actually the being a spectator of others doing this and seeing the outcomes yeah. That is, that is one of the most gratifying things because at the end of the day, it's just a mental model, right? It's just a way of framing a problem or, yeah, or looking right. at it. Yeah. Right. Well, we this... look at it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, have you, just out of curiosity, I know that you're bilingual or, you know, and, and you see this being applied in different places. Um, how, how does it, how does that impact? how it works have, have you seen an impact on language or let's say how people are using it in different places at all or is it very much the same or i'm bilingual in one language i speak french mm -hmm. um uh, obviously french canadian french not mm -hmm. Parisian french but i'm in canada i speak canadian french i have not used this program in two languages i've only i've only uh, delivered this in english yeah. uh so yeah. that hasn't actually happened yet uh, and all the materials, all the materials that we have are English. At least the ones that I have are English. Yeah, yeah. So to be able to deliver it in another language, I would obviously have to have materials that were in that secondary language as yeah. well. Yeah, uh, because yeah. I think they, 
what I do know is that if you're going to deliver something in the province of Quebec, as an example, if you went to where Quebec is in French here in Canada, um, they're expecting materials to support what they're doing, but, and, and not in English, but in their language. Absolutely. And, and this is part of the adventure we've been going on. So all of the materials now available in multiple languages. We actually have schools now. Um, there's a school here in Switzerland, funnily enough, that um, the curriculum is actually taught in one language, um, in English. Mm -hmm. But then when they go and design, they actually use the national languages. So you have, you know, there's a group working in French, there's a group working in German, there's a group that can work in Italian, um, you know, and, and it's because it's visually all kind of the same output, they have a very easy time understanding where they're at at the, in, in the process because it kind of does function the same way. Mm -hmm. um, and, I, and I, for one, think that that is actually um, a, a part of learning a new language. The language of event design is also a new language, right? Whatever language uh, you use, but mm -hmm. learning how to apply that language and then have the conversation is probably, it's hard, mm -hmm. right? To learn that new language at first. Mm -hmm. But it's it's super rewarding once you can have the conversation. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Well, Rita, thank you so much for joining us in this episode. Also backstage, it was fun to hang out. Uh, in real life, we would actually maybe even have some drinks and uh, you know, like like you were sitting around um, 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 on that rainy Saturday afternoon with your new colleague in your new organization. Uh, we're going to encourage people that are listening to this podcast to do a couple of things. One of them is explore the notes below the podcast. You can find a link to uh, Rita's uh, LinkedIn profile, uh, but also you can um, see the answers that she's given to those questions from you know, putting design on the agenda, um, as well as the links to, um, uh, to the book, Design to Change, and um, uh, the worksheet you know, that you could also sample and um, give a try. So, uh, uh, Rita, thank you so much. We're going to set out that anchor for next year. Uh, we're going to see you in the program later this month, EDC Mastermind. Uh, thanks for joining us from Toronto, Canada. And uh, we're going to be signing off from the, um, from the backstage area. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Rude. My Talk pleasure, Rita. You've been hanging out backstage on Design to Change Designer Conversations. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe and share conversations online using hashtag design to change and hashtag event canvas. Want more thought provoking content like this? Visit designtochange.online to purchase your copy of Design to Change, elevating your abilities to look and act beyond the now. Don't forget it's more than just a book. Experience a hard copy, audio format, video format, and even augmented reality. Experience it in your style and format. Tune into our next episodes and hear from more designers and change makers. Until then, we look forward to our next conversation. <laughs>